Good morning. I'm glad you're here. I tell you what, um, I always laugh about it because I, I, I get to be the first one here every Sunday. And and every Sunday, you know, Satan likes to do a little work every now and then. And so uh, he'll say, nobody's showing up this morning. <laughs> so I'm always glad that you show up. So there. All right. So faith and discipline. This is our topic for the year. Uh, if you want a piece of this artwork, there's some on either side over there. You can hang it on your refrigerator, keep it in your, in your Bible, whatever. But we are talking about our faith and our discipline. Uh, all year long, uh, this quarter, we are dealing with the disciplines of our faith. Why, why do we call them the disciplines of our faith? Well, years and years ago, I did a little book. This is a devotional book that I did with some young people. Uh, and, and it basically uh, outlined six disciplines of the Christian faith. That if we're going to follow Jesus, that there are, there, are, there are six things that we need to engage in every day, whether we feel like it or not. Okay, uh, you're fortunate this morning. If, if this is your first time here, then we're starting over. <laughs> we, we, we began in January and um, we went through all six disciplines and now we're doing them again. So if you've already got them, you can leave now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't leave. All right. <clears throat> Discipline number one is uh, that we spend time with the master. Spend time with God every day. Actually, it, it, I, I think I've come to that conclusion that it's not just good enough to spend uh, a little time with God every day. We need to be spending a lot of time with God every day. We need to be hanging out with God. We need to be with Him. And so today we're going to look at a verse that, that uh, well, three verses, but one of them that we did during the gathering in the Word uh uh, devotional studies. If you're getting the gathering in the word devotional studies, thank you. There's like, uh, it goes out like 700 and something people every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, if you want to get them, uh, then you fill out one of these cards. You find them in the seats or in the little announcement folders. Uh, you can put your email address on there and check, opt in, gathering in the word down there. What you'll get is a daily devotional Monday through Friday. Um, and this year they uh, were doing one verse all week long because uh, really set out to treasure God's word in our hearts that we may not sin against him. Uh, Psalm 1-1 was one of the verses we did a couple of weeks ago or last week. I forget when exactly, but anyway, it might be coming up this week. I don't know. Uh, since we're doing videos now, we have to record the videos in advance. And so when you get the, the email, it'll have the date, it'll have a picture of the gathering, and then it'll say GITW video. You click on that, it goes poof, over to the video, uh, and that's just where we record the devotional also. So you can get them both, read one, watch one, whatever. Somebody told me this week, the guy that I shared it with up in Anderson, South Carolina, when I was visiting mom, he said, I listen to it every morning on the way to work. I'm like, well, very cool. All right. So anyway, let's go. Cool. Anyway, but this verse was in there. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Let's read it together. Here we go. How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. 
Pray with me. Father, thank you for the morning. God, I want to praise you. God, your word teaches us that as we gather in your name, you meet with us in this place. So God, I just want to praise you that we get to gather and that we are assured of your presence. God, you're at work. You're at work around us. <laughs> and God, you're at work in us. So God, this morning we want to hear from you. God, I thank you for these verses. I thank you, God, that they mean something. I thank you, God, that you had an intent, a purpose, a design in providing these verses through hundreds and hundreds, even thousands of years for us to read in February of 2023. God, that we might hear from you, that we might understand, God, that from your word you are communicating for your glory, <laughs> but also for our good. So God, help us to pay attention. Help us to hear. Help us to listen. Help us to pay attention. And God, help us to obey. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. So I, I, I've shared with you, and I, I feel almost obligated to give you an update every week since I'm back at home with mom and dad every week. Mom's doing phenomenally. I told you all this last week. She's doing very well. She's, she did laundry and folded it the other day. She went in the kitchen and, and was doing the dishes and loading the dishwasher. She doesn't do dishes. She loads a dishwasher. So anyway, um, and, uh, and so, <clears throat> so much so that she began to express uh, <laughs> adamantly uh some of her uh wants <laughs> and i was going no no i i i felt like our roles were reversed right anyway she's really doing well she's doing well and so i thank you for your prayers but i was thinking about it my my sister and mom and dad we were all sitting there in the living room talking and they were asking me about you know we, we got to talking about greenwood greenwood south carolina is where i grew up it's where i was born i was born at self memorial hospital in greenwood south carolina Grew up there. Graduated from Greenwood High School in 1980. So yes, that I'm old. Um, and and so um, my sister said something. We were talking about Greenwood or something. I said, well, I don't really have any reason to go to Greenwood anymore. And she said, well, why? And I said, well, because Keith died. Keith was my best friend in high school. Man, we were we were, and you know the phrase, thicker than thieves. We hung out all the time when we were in high school. And then, of course, he went his way and I went my way. We didn't see each other for years, didn't talk to each other for years. And then later, you know, when I would go see mom and dad, I would just automatically go from Belton to Greenwood and go visit Keith, go visit Keith, go hang out with him. He he had some he had some health problems. Uh, he uh, <laughs> to be honest, he had smoked since we were in high school. So he had some health issues and some things that were concerning. He developed a brain tumor about eight or ten years ago. It was one of those non-malignant brain tumors that they'd have to go in and carve away every few years kind of thing. And Anyway, he passed away, I guess, June, year and a half ago, right? I went to the funeral. It was incredible, all that sort of thing. And, and I have to be honest. When I go to Belton, I think about Keith and hanging out with Keith. And going to visit Keith. He was a friend. He was somebody I hung out with. Why did I tell you that story? Is it just so we can all stand here and feel bad and sorry? For... Now, Keith was a believer. He knew Jesus. We talked about Jesus. We prayed. All that sort of thing. As a matter of fact, growing up, Keith's daddy was the music director at their church. And both his dad and my dad were, were deacons. And so we grew up church boys. We were all about it. So a lot of the time... and 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 the and, after God called me to ministry, I preached at, at my home church. 
Now, when I was a kid at 15, I've told you all the story. I preached when I was 15, and my grandmother was the only one that came down the aisle. I knew she needed to be saved. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She came down the aisle, and I prayed with my grandmother the first time I ever preached, right? And then after I surrendered to ministry at 19, I was preaching, and Keith was sitting in the back, about the place where my grandmother had been sitting four years earlier. And, and as I started the invitation, Keith came forward, just sobbing, which made me cry. You know, we're crying at the front, hugging and praying together. And I like hanging out with Keith, right? So I want to ask you a question. Who do you hang out with? What kind of people do you hang out with? Where do you spend your time? See, I assume that when we gather in worship this morning, that, that we're all pursuing and want the same thing right? We come to worship because we want, first of all, we want to hear from the Word of God. We want to hear from God Himself. We want the Spirit of God to motivate and drive and, 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 and guide us in things. And, and, and we're all headed in the same direction. We're all moving toward the same goal. We want to be more like Jesus because God's transforming us into the image of His Son. And, and, and so as we look into the Word of God and as God speaks into my heart and mind for, for the things that He wants me to share on a Sunday morning, I just come to worship worship on Sunday mornings like we're all going to the same place I might be wrong I mean there are four gatherings here every Sunday morning there might be people that come in to have a seat that that aren't going you know where we're going right see I'm talking about discipline man people love that word don't they how about a little discipline I know as a kid, I knew what discipline meant. Right? My daddy was good at it. Right? Discipline. Discipline actually refers to self-control. And self-control is a fruit of the Spirit of God in us. If you lack discipline in your life, if you lack self-control in your life, then you need more of the Spirit of God in your life. See, because it is a fruit produced by the Spirit filling us up. We have six disciplines that we're dealing with over the course of this first quarter. This first discipline is that we spend time with God. Who do you hang out with and why? And here's the other side of the question, and you know it. Do you hang out enough with God? Do we hang out with God enough? Because Psalm 1 is pretty clear. I think it's interesting that uh, the, the, the Jewish hymn book, because that's what this is. The Jewish hymnal starts off with, how happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers. Well, what, what is this? Why, why? I mean, you know, we open our hymnal, the Baptist hymnal. If you, there's, there's a stack of them right there. Holy, holy, holy. Man, we sing with the angels. We sing with the cherubim. Holy, 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 right? So that's the way the hymnal starts. The Jewish hymnal starts with, who are you hanging out with? Where are you walking? Who are you standing around with? Who do you sit down and abide with? See, because uh, uh, it was interesting that, that the approach to the temple and worship was, was worship already. 
You know, they have a, a, a group of, of songs in the Psalms that are called the, the Psalms of Ascent. The, the Psalms of Ascent is, is, is as they were approaching the temple for worship, they were singing as they approached. They, they, they're, they're worshiping God as they come in. Who are they walking with? They're walking with worshipers. They're walking with folks who are seeking the face of God. They're walking with folks who want to get close to the presence of God because we know in the Old Temple, Old Testament temple worship was, was this dwelling place, this holy of holies where God was. And for, for the Jewish people, it represented God's presence. And so they wanted to get close to God. And so they would worship as they were coming in. And they would worship as they gathered and they would worship as they as they as they went through the, the 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 ceremony, if I can call it that, of worship. You see, and so this is a challenge. How happy or how blessed is the one, the one who does not three things: walk, walk in the advice, the counsel of the wicked. Wickedness is pretty obvious, don't you think? Just wait and see how many of you nod at that one. (laughs) Wickedness is being camouflaged today. So much so that there are some folks who are being deceived to the point of wickedness. Blessed, happy is the one who does not walk in the advice or counsel of the wicked. Do you recognize wickedness? Do I recognize wickedness? Do we understand what it is that God is, is, is counseling for us in the opening verse of the, of the Jewish hymnal? Do we understand that, that God is, is warning us? See, I love to look at the backside sometimes of what God's saying. Remember? I've told you, everything you say means something. See, if I got up this morning and said, I use this illustration all the time because chocolate chip cookies are my favorite, right? If I got up here and said, Jennifer's chocolate chip cookies are the best chocolate chip cookies I've ever had. See, I'd be telling Joyce over there that her chocolate chip cookies aren't as good as Jennifer's, right? That would hurt. That could be hurtful. So look at this a minute. Blessed, happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked. What's the backside of that? Depressed, broken, hurt, incomplete is the one who walks in the counsel of wickedness. See that? It's important to recognize that God's encouragement to us is for our good. Or, or stand in the pathway with sinners. The way of sinners. The, the trajectory that sinners are moving. The, the path that they're on. How blessed or how happy is the one who, who does not uh, stand. In the, now, what, what do you have to do to stand? If we're going to stand in the path, the way, the, the journey, the, 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 the sort of um, life that, that, that sinners are, are walking in, and, and that's, all right, so to stand, you have to do one of two things. I'm going to show you. You ready? 
You either have to get up or you got to stop. Notice? So, to get up from where you are to stand with sinners in the way that they are going. See what it's saying there? Who are you hanging out with? Right? Who are you walking with? And then the third one is is obvious, right? Or sit in the company of mockers. Now this company word here, you know, who are you keeping company with? That's, That's what we'd say in the South. I grew up here. Who are you keeping company with? That's the kind of thing my grandmother would ask me when she saw that I had brought a girlfriend to the Easter family gathering. Right? Who are you keeping company with? Right? Who are you hanging out with? Who are you spending time with? Because the first discipline of our faith is that we spend time with God. Okay? Does that mean I can't spend time with anybody else? No. But you've got to be very cautious. We need to be very cautious about who we're spending time with. What kind of people are they? Man, my dad was pretty tough on this. You know, especially after I turned 16, got a driver's license, and, you know, they gave me a 1974 Chevy Vega. I'd be out. They'd be in the bed. I'd come in. My dad'd come up steps and he'd go, Where you been? Who you been hanging out with? And then they'd say that famous parent statement that I've repeated too. Don't you know nothing good happens after midnight? <laughs> How many of you have used that? Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Me too. It was used on me and I've used it on my son. Right? Who are you hanging out with? Who are you spending time with? You see, Psalm 1-1, the, the, the opening verse of the Hebrew hymnal. I don't know. They, I don't know that they printed it. I don't know anything about that. I just know that for us, God is offering us a caution for our good, for our blessedness, for our happiness. Who are you hanging out with? Who are you walking, stopping, standing who are you sitting down with? And, and that word company actually refers to, to the abode or the dwelling or, the, uh, or the, uh, this, 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 this fellowship, this, this joining together with mockery and scoffing. And see, that, that, that is actually a reference to questioning, criticizing, demeaning, the person of God to scoff at the identity of our creator. Folks, our whole culture is scoffing at God right now. The fact that our our God, and that's how we refer to it, you know, our world denies not just his plan and design, but they deny his even existence. Are we joining with those people? 
no, certainly not. You know, this is where I always laugh. I go, you guys are here at 810. So y'all get the star. Y'all are here early in the morning, right? What about tomorrow morning or the next day or the next day? You know, are we questioning and, and discounting somehow and ignoring God and his design and his plan and his purpose for who we are? Instead, instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction. Verse 2, instead, his delight, his delight, right? Man, I, you know, and that's the thing, it was cool this morning. I, as I came in, I was running, boom, coming up the hallway. People say, good morning, Bobby. My answer is always, woo! Glad you're here. Yay! Hug your neck, whatever. Because honestly, when we gather to worship, when we gather in the Word, when we gather in the, in the, the praise and worship through the songs that we sing and the fellowship that we have and the prayer that we get to join in and in all the things that make worship worship, that's our delight. Woo! I'm glad to be here. You see? That's the thing. I delight in it. It's the best day of the week. I love it. Uh, you see? So, so instead, his delight, instead of walking in the counsel of the wicked or, 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 or standing with the, in the path of the sinners or, or sitting in the company of the mockers, our delight, our joy, our blessedness is in God's instruction and we meditate on it day and night, not just one day and one night. Every day, every night, spend time with God. Man, I, I just love it. I'm sorry. We, we sat down in the office over there a minute ago, and it was Nick and Kyle and myself. And they were, you know, they always, we, we always ask and answer these sort of logistic questions for the morning, for the week, whatever, when we get together. And we, we sit down and have, have a few minutes of prayer over there before we all come over here, you know, that sort of thing. And, and, and they were asking some questions and that sort of thing. And, and man, I went into the message. <laughs> I, I started preaching and caught myself about 45 seconds. And I went, whoa, 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 not yet. Not yet. Right? See? We delight in God's instruction. Right? I've heard and known some folks who say, well... Got to go to church. I've heard that. I've heard people say to me, yeah, well, you know, I'd go with you. Well, let's, let, let's contextualize this a bit, all right? I grew up in the inland, and we had a lake in Greenwood, and people would go to the lake, and they'd go fishing, or they'd go skiing, or they'd go, we called it boat riding, because we'd go ride in a boat. That's what, as a kid, I called it. Well, we'd go with you, but we got to go to church. You know, I don't know exactly when in my life that changed, but it began, it, it started being, I get to go to church. Because there's more joy, blessedness, happiness in going to worship together than there is going to the lake. Or to contextualize it, surfing. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Or fishing? Yeah, I should have said that. No, I'm just kidding. You see? Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night. I'm delighted to be in the Word of God. 
delighted to get up. And, 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 and those of you who get the gathering in the Word email, you know, it goes out at 4 o'clock in the morning because that's when I get up. I wake up. I don't care if there's an alarm or not. I wake up. Boom. Well, guess what? If I'm awake, I might as well get in the Word. Right? Sit down in the Word of God first thing. Guess what? Nobody's awake in my house for two hours. Well, almost. Eli has to get up early now because he's adulting. <laughs> I laugh every morning. I used to have to drag him out of bed for school, but now he's got an alarm that goes off and then his bed vibrates and he even has a shock watch. <laughs> and every time he comes out of his bedroom, I go, ha! I have to admit that after I delight in the Word, I also delight in my son's awakening. <laughs> Listen to verse 3, because this is God's promise to us. When our delight is in God's Word and instruction, he, or like Scott said, or she, is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither whatever he does prospers wow to to abide in the word of god to to spend time in the presence of god folks i don't know if we're all here for the same thing you know i assume that we are i make that assumption so I want to encourage you in these things. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever that was. <laughs> I think Siri joined worship this morning. I don't know. I'm an Android user, not an Apple user. Folks, I want to encourage you. As we go through these disciplines one more time, I want to encourage you that the disciplines, these, these, these um, self-control, th this thing that God encourages us to is for our good, flourishing. All right, so two months ago when, when I put out the, the, the message schedule for this year, for this first quarter, this word wasn't in it wasn't in the outline so then I, I did the outline which is here this is what it looks like I send it to to all the other pastors and they put it so that it shows up on the screen I get this call Monday afternoon when I'm driving to mom and dad's house and Michael goes this this word flourishing it wasn't in the message schedule I said so Put it in there. I said, because flourishing is all about verse 3. I want to flourish in, in this sanctuary of God's creation. You want to flourish in your relationship with God that He provided for us through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You want to flourish even if trouble comes your way. Delight in the Lord's instruction.
It'll be like a tree planted beside flowing streams. You know what? Can you get that picture? Man, we lived up in the mountains. The Davidson River flowed right by Pisgah Forest Baptist Church, and, and there were these humongous trees that, that grew along the edge of the Davidson River, and they just, they, they just reached over the river, and, and, and in, in a way, they provided a shade and a, and a, and a covering, this, this blanket for the river, and, and you could get down in the river. And it's one of the reasons I think the river stayed 45 degrees year-round, and people would go, I want to get baptized in the river. I said, you're on your own. <laughs> 45 degree river water in the mountains no no I'd get in it with them and I'd tell them it's worse on you than me because I'm not going all the way under and you are <laughs> but these trees they would grow strong you know and, and, and their leaves and, 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 and according to, to the fruit was produced in its season when it was supposed to be produced right not hanging out with the wrong people in the wrong places, but hanging out with God in His Word and in His instruction. Flourishing. Told you about the tree my mom loved. I'm going to finish with this just because. There's this grit, big old oak tree. And, and we would ride by it on our way to church at Harris Baptist Church when I was a really little kid. Cause that's where we went when I was a really little kid, and we'd ride by this big old mom, big old oak tree, and it was full. It was just leaves, just huge tree. <clears throat> and Mom would say, "Oh, it it has the prettiest colors." I didn't see it. It's brown and it's green. What are you talking about, Mama? I don't know what you're talking about. She was talking about the one time of the year when those leaves changed from green to yellow to orange to red orange whatever I don't know how they go anyway but they would just start it, it, it she she described it to me later it was like that tree was on fire and she thought it was just beautiful the tree that flourishes that produces its fruit that does all the things that God created it to do. You want to flourish? Mm. Spend time with the Master. Spend time in the presence of God. He loves you. He loves you so much that He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus, to die for you, to give you a means of relationship with Him. If you're here this morning, you don't know Jesus, we want you to know Jesus. We want you to receive the salvation that God's offered you. We get to sing one more song, and then this worship gathering will be over. If you don't know Jesus, we want to introduce you. Maybe you know Him, but but the world out there creates such a distraction for you that it's a struggle that it's 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 so easily deceptive the wickedness of the world maybe you're here this morning you want to be a part of what god's doing here at the gathering you can be what what is often referred to as a member 
as we sing this song, it's your opportunity to respond to God, not to me, not to the gathering. You respond to God. Whatever it is God's telling you to do, that's what you should do. Pray with me. Father, thank you for today. Thank you, God, that as we gather in this place, you meet with us here. And, and God, we want to hear you. We want to hear from you. We want to uh, have an understanding, God, of what it is that you desire and have planned for in our lives. And, and so, God, help us to submit and surrender and to bow before you. God, I thank you for every person here, every person that's here. Oh, they're here every week for the people that are here for the first time, for the people that are here for a few times. God, I just thank you that as we, as we come together this morning, God, we gather to worship. We want to pay attention to you. We want to abide in your presence. So God, speak to our hearts this morning. Help us to know better how to delight in your instruction how to meditate on it day and night. Plant us deep, Father, in you. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.